2: This is Emily Callenberg, voice of Sam. As a thank you to our supporters on Patreon, we'll be doing video chat sneak previews of some episodes this season. Supporters can hear the new episode in advance while watching cast and crew of the show, and will even stick around after to chat. For this and many other bonuses, check out patreon.com slash hiddenpeoplepodcast. See you soon!
0: A hidden People contains mature language, content, and themes. Please... Listen with care. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it ain't good. We've got to hide. No, that isn't good at all. A beast not completely corporeal, but most certainly malevolent. Imagine the most ominous fog of the darkest midnight, but with teeth.
3: The hull is too far. (sighs) Even if we could hide us, how much longer can we... (coughs) Mac, stop. (coughs) I can't. (coughs) You're getting worse. I'm sorry. Even without whatever is poisoning you, I don't think we can outrun it. Stay still and be as quiet as you can. I'm going to try and make us invisible. (coughs) Can, Can you do that? I think so. Mac. Shh. I think I got it. Mac, I can't- I can't see you. It's working. But I can still see me. I- I think it can too. Oh shit. We've gotta keep moving. Mac, I- I just- I can't. My lungs are on fire. Mac- Mac, help! Okay. I- I'm- I'm going to carry you, okay? I'll just trick your body into being lighter than it is. That's it. Hold on. <coughs> Mac, this isn't... It'll get you, too. Just... <coughs> just leave. No! I'm not leaving you. Yeah. I'll figure something out. There's got to be a way. Here. I won't let us die here. Here. Mac, look. Is that a person? The hollow. <laughs> it must be deeper than it looks. Is is someone else here? They don't look human. Nis, I don't trust. <laughs> oh well fuck. I guess we're doing this. Hang on.
4: <sighs> 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 Shh. Not till it passes.
0: Today, but we won't. Dare I ask what or who is on the menu? <laughs> Writers Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 2, Episode 3, Fairest of Them All, written by Alexa Fett Fisher, directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Also starring Sarah Amar, David Gaylor, Sarah Hudson, Brennan Pollen, Libby Scancarello, and Norb Wessels.
5: What good is our insurance if the hospital discharges you so soon? You should at least be there another day or two.
6: I'm doing much better, Mom, really.
5: You just woke up from a coma. They really should have kept you another night for observation. Lay back, sweetie.
6: I'm not tired, Mom. You don't have to tuck me in.
5: Nonsense. Just because you're released doesn't mean you shouldn't rest. Let me just... Ah, here it is. Your old baby blanket.
6: The one you made me that's really, really soft.
5: Alright, sit up. There you go. You're so much bigger now, Alfred. I remember when I could swaddle you in that blanket and now it barely covers your shoulders.
6: And it still smells like your fabric softener.
5: Oh, my baby. When the doctor said that you... That you might not. All I could think about was when you were just born, and I would hold you and imagine the amazing life that was ahead of you. All the great things you would do. That you suddenly might not do anymore.
6: Mom, it's okay. I'm here, see? Totally fine. A bit worse for wear, but absolutely only at the start of the second act. I've still got a third-act plot twist and a satisfying denouement before the curtain closes for me. Alfred! But hey, I'm popular enough to warrant a sequel. Or at least my own action figure with kung fu grip.
5: You're always so optimistic. Ridiculous, but optimistic. I don't know who you got that from.
6: It's not a bad character trait.
5: No. I love that about you. Yeah, you love me. My baby.
6: Careful of the head wound. How am I supposed to impress the ladies with my badass scar? Language. If you cover it up with mom kisses.
5: (laughs) Any lady that is good enough for my boy should understand the power of mom kisses.
6: Not lady, mom. Ladies.
5: You barely keep up with your laundry. I doubt you can handle ladies, plural. Doesn't seem like the ladies you know keep up with you anyway. Huh? Well, it's not like you really knew the Thorn Girl. Being a murderer and all. And that Nyssa. You know, she never called or came to see you after you woke up. Mom,
6: it's not like that.
5: I'm just saying. Now we know who your real friends are and how much better you can do. Ooh, speaking of. You remember Danielle, your father's secretary? Well, her daughter's been asking about your recovery. She's about your age. You could come by the office, say hello, look around. I,
6: I, uh, I, I don't think I feel up to that right now, Mom. You know, recovering just out of the hospital.
5: Oh, of of course. When you're better is what I meant.
6: Oh, right. Hey, um, shouldn't you be picking Connor up from school soon?
5: I asked your grandma Melody to take care of him this week. I want to focus on you getting better.
6: Oh, I, uh, I really don't need anything, Mom. Just, um, some alone time?
5: No video games. You're supposed to be on bed rest, and I know how they get you agitated.
6: No, no video games. Just, a, you know, maybe I will take that nap after all. A nice long nap. And I'll be hungry afterwards. Super hungry. So maybe, uh, you can... Of
5: course, Sweetie. Nothing heals like chicken noodle soup.
6: Ooh, with the Batman
5: shapes? I'll see what I can find at the store.
6: You're the best, Mom.
5: Get some rest, sweetie.
6: Can you close the door, Mom? Quiet would be good for the resting, you know? Sure. Sweet
5: dreams. (sighs)
6: Sneaking out is such a cliché. And yet...
7: You are mistaken, Shaylee. Your contract was not with the Magister. You worked for the Unseelie Court, which means that now you work for me.
0: I'm sure you're about to interrupt this recollection, Alder Neave. Something about unnecessary repetition, I assume? Before you do, let me remind you that you know quite a bit more now about what transpired the Night of the Revel than you did then. And this exchange with fresh ears? Maybe you'll actually learn something this time.
8: That's not what he said. Not
7: directly. However, you've been with us long enough to know how particular our wording is when it comes to such matters. Pity it wasn't something you attended to when the writ was struck.
8: Right. So what then? I continued training, changes to battle fetches? Just under new management? Eventually. There are matters
7: more important
8: to the court. Such as?
0: Such as, how could the most powerful among the hidden die without a whisper of how it came to pass?
8: I had nothing to do with that, Alder Oren. She
7: speaks false. Thank you, Inquisitor. And I believe we agreed that I would be questioning the trainer, Alder Orin. What happened to the Magister?
8: The last time I saw the Magister with my own eyes... Was the night of the revel of McKenna Thorne. She speaks true. Go on. The one known as McKenna Thorne defeated, but refused to kill her fetch. She had a plan to get the fetch out alive.
7: And the Magister?
8: She never had a plan for the Magister that I knew about. She
7: speaks true. And where did this final battle occur? It
8: wasn't there.
9: So you know nothing.
0: I told you the strainer is worthless, Eve.
7: Use your best guess.
8: The old bell tower that was destroyed the night of the revel. The bell was huge and made of pure iron. Perhaps large enough to kill someone as strong as the Magister. She might have thought to go there.
7: Might have thought. Your guesses are inadequate. We need answers from the source. Bring us the Changeling known as McKenna Thor.
8: I don't even have an idea of where she is.
7: She speaks true. But you suspect the Changeling was present when the tower fell.
8: The humans already searched the rubble and didn't report any other survivors.
0: A mere Changeling could hardly survive an Iron Bell loud enough to kill the Magister. And humans wouldn't recognize the leaves and twigs as its corpse. Search
7: the rubble and retrieve the offal of McKenna We shall raise it and hear from the construct itself what it did.
8: As the court wills.
2: Ready. I'm not sure if it'll be good. I think these tea bags are older than us.
10: Thanks, Sam. Yeah, that's gross. (sighs) Sorry. Oh, it's alright. My parents weren't really tea drinkers. I'm sorry we don't have anything better. I've been thinking about what to do next. Me too.
2: Now, I don't have a lot of the resources I had as a detective, but I still have my experience and some favors to call in. I've put out some feelers in case McKenna pops up somewhere unsavory.
10: What kind of contacts do you have?
2: Oh, you know... The kind you don't really want to know.
10: Okay, but what do we do until then? Odds are, wherever McKenna and Nyssa are has something magical going on with it. And our specialists in that area are all benched or MIA. Sure.
2: We're the newest ones to the whole secret world of fairies. But I'm pretty confident that we're also the
10: most mature of the bunch. Sam, I don't think maturity is a point in our favor when it comes to fairies.
2: Yeah. Okay. Fake it till we make it. Our star players are out, but we're not. So what would Nissa and Alfie do?
10: Am I Nissa or Alfie in this roleplay? You are definitely a Nissa. (laughs) Right. Nissa, Nissa, Nissa would be on her computer, looking up things... Just a
2: normal search engine?
10: Oh, no. I'm certain she has some advanced code or algorithm or a screen that scrolls like the Matrix. But we don't. So, Google it is. What are we even looking for? Um, fairy fantasy teleportation? It's a start.
2: But there's a lot of stuff here, and a healthy chunk of it is from fictional story
10: forums. I don't know. Search through all of it, I guess. You're not a very good Nissa. What and you haven't been very Alfie like. <sighs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Too Affleck, not enough bear. <laughs> Alfie.
6: I still have Max Spare Key to the basement entrance. No new walking through wall superpowers if that's what you were hoping for. I know I was. <laughs> you should still
10: be resting.
6: <laughs> there. Legs up, resting. Now, where are we on the Mackinissa search and rescue?
2: Not very far, unfortunately. We could
10: really use your help. Sam, he was just released from the hospital after a brain injury that could have left him brain dead without magical intervention. We shouldn't be pushing him. Desperate times. The only pushing you'd be doing is pushing me off the super comfy
6: couch while I'm just trying to relax my poor, battered body from severe trauma. You make me move, you're the bad guy, Thomas. <sighs> I still don't approve of this.
2: Descent noted.
6: Now, what were we looking at? Add failure to the search. But why? Mac and Nissa's bodies weren't found, so they got out. If they were safe, they would have contacted us by now. Or at least Nissa would if Mac would still need to be in hiding because of the whole, you know, wanted for murder thing.
2: Her face was all over the evening news after fake Mac... FAC. ...was captured. If real Mac showed up again, someone would
10: notice. Okay, but McKenna was able to step sideways into our kitchen after being shot. If she can do that, how would a crumbling building stop her?
8: It would stop her if it broke the circle mid-step. Jesus, are none of the doors locked! The Rug and Mac's toilet is a circle. And fuzzy.
10: Are you alright, Shaylee? You left really quickly. And where the fuck were you?
8: Bit of excavating. Confirming the modister is dead, and I found this in the rubble of the bell tower. Holy
6: tardies, your pocket is bigger on the
10: inside. The magister's dead? And that's part of a chalk
8: circle. McKenna did get out. Not quite. The circle is broken. See how the edges spark where the stone split? The circle broke as it was being used. And that means? I thought it was a myth. A boogeyman of a place to caution against careless stepping sideways. Shaley, what is it?
6: The in-between... The in-between, obviously. And that is?
8: Imagine a high-tension wire over a chasm. The anchors of the wire are our circles, and moving along the wire is stepping sideways. If you're stepping sideways and one of the circles breaks, the wire loses tension.
10: And you fall into the chasm below.
8: The chasm is the in-between. A nasty place with all sorts of badness. Or so the story goes.
10: So it's not a place you've been to?
8: It's not a place anyone has been to. It's a myth.
6: If researching the hidden people with Nyssa has taught me anything, it's that all myths come from at least a grain of truth. So, what's the grain here?
8: Failed stepping sideways is rare. But it has happened before. And when it does, the person just disappears. Nobody... No dust. Just blinks out of existence entirely. If the conservation of mass still applies to magic, I guess they'd have to go somewhere.
10: And the somewhere is the in-between. How do we get them out?
8: We don't. It's never been done.
10: Then we'll be the first.
8: Oh, Alfie...
6: No. Mac does impossible shit all the time. Shaylee, even a week ago you thought beating the Magister was impossible, and yet, boom, Mac did it. She had some help. Exactly. We're the help. If we give up on them, it's impossible. But when we work together...
2: I guess the impossible is becoming our specialty, isn't it?
10: I'm with Alfie. We can't give up on them, not without at least trying everything.
8: I don't want to give up on Mac either. So then, what's the first step when tackling the impossible?
6: We work together.
8: Okay. Done?
6: No. All of us. We need to reach Nyssa and Mac. Find a way to communicate.
8: Something else that has never been done. Communication between our world and the in-between.
2: Maybe some impossibilities are more possible than others.
10: I think I have an idea, but I don't think you'll like it. I want to talk to McKenna. The other McKenna.
2: The Fetch. (sighs) Shaylee, stop trying to make Fetch happen. You're right, Thomas. I don't like it. She's unstable at best, and probably still wants to kill you. Maybe, but I think I was starting to get
10: through to her the last time we spoke. Right before she tried to murder you. And you tased her. Regardless, she's our best shot. She was able to track our parents, Mac, me, probably through some magical means. Right, Shaylee?
8: Technically, she's human and can't do magic. But she knew where you were without using typical methods... I hate saying this, but it's our only idea right now. Then we'll come up with something else. Sam, she's in custody.
10: Under even higher security since our Mac escaped last time, she wouldn't be able to hurt me. I don't like the risk. Don't like the risk? Or don't like seeing Ron again?
2: <sniffs> Ooh. You know what? No, it's totally fine. In fact, it's so fine that I'm going to call him right now to get us an appointment to see your homicidal big sister that we just got locked up. I'm sure it'll go peachy.
6: I think Sam broke.
2: Yep, just gonna call the guy who got me fired from the job I wanted all my life and ask for a favor. I'm sure he'll have no problem just helping us out, right? I can't believe he had no problem
10: helping us out. I can't believe she's still here. I thought they would have moved her to a more secure location by now
2: her arraignment is next on the docket, and they'll move her to the county jail then to await trial, or sentencing if she pleads guilty.
10: Sam, I know this was my idea, but I don't know what to say to her. She doesn't know how human courts work, or lawyers, or jail. She must be so scared.
2: I know, but for now you have to focus on McKenna, okay? Your sister is safe in here at least, and once we get Nyssa and you-know-who back, we can help her. Focus on why we're here.
11: Right. Thomas, these officers will escort you back to the interrogation room. She's already there. Okay. I'm ready. Remember, you two aren't allowed any physical contact. And if she becomes too agitated, you'll have to leave. I know. Thank you. DeMarcos will take you back. I'm sure you remember where it is. It's good to see you, Sam.
2: Detective Sitwell?
11: That's uh, not official. Yet.
2: But it's a given. All the papers named you in the arrest of the very dangerous fugitive. Chief McElveen knows how politics play out.
11: Yeah, the arrest. Look, I told the Chief what you did, honestly. I don't know why he kept that out of the report or why you don't have your job back. (sighs) I do. Sam, if there's anything I can do... Any way to thank you for... for everything?
2: Stop it, Ron. There's nothing. Sam... No. You know what? There is something. A goddamn apology.
11: I am sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah? For what? For betraying my trust? For getting me fired? For benefiting from my work? Or are you only sorry because I'm mad at you?
11: I'm sorry I didn't believe you. When you were skeptical about McKenna being the murderer, before, all the doubts you had. I don't know why I'm only seeing it now, but that girl in there. She doesn't act like the McKenna Thorn we interviewed.
2: That doesn't mean anything, Ron.
11: No, not on its own. But her hair, how it changed color and we thought she was wearing a wig, that's her real hair. Completely different from all the other times we saw her.
2: Hair dye is a thing. Not
11: just that. The scar on her face, it's way too old, too healed over. We would have seen it in the first interview even if she used makeup.
2: What are you saying?
11: I don't know, yet.
2: Listen, detective, you got your win. Why are you still thinking about it?
11: Because I don't think that's the whole story. And I bet you already figured it out too. Maybe the whole story doesn't matter. The Detective Mulligan that I know would never say that.
2: There is no Detective Mulligan anymore.
11: I made a mistake. I think you were right all along. I just don't know about what.
2: You're a smart cop, Ron. You'll know how to figure it out. And you'll know when to drop it.
0: Or perhaps, Samantha, he'll just drop dead.
10: McKenna. It's good to see you. It's okay to talk. No one else is listening.
3: You came here.
10: Yes, to see you. Why? You're my sister.
3: I did not kill her, yet I have taken her place. Is this reclamation?
10: Do you know why you're here? You killed our parents. This is how we punish people for killing others.
3: They call me by her name. I have not earned it. He will punish me if I use it.
10: McKenna, the Magister is dead. He'll never hurt you again.
3: I do not understand.
10: She killed him. You're free.
3: That is not possible.
10: Say your name. He can't stop you anymore.
3: McKenna. McKenna Thorne. My name is McKenna Thorne. I am McKenna Thorne.
10: It's okay now.
3: I have reclaimed. I am unworthy, but I have reclaimed. McKenna. I am McKenna Thorne.
10: McKenna, I need your help. The other McKenna, she's missing.
3: No, I'm McKenna now. I've taken my name back.
10: She cannot have it! You are McKenna, but so is she. People have the
3: same names all the time. No, there can only be one of us. Those are the rules.
10: Whose rules? The Magister's? He's dead. The Hidden People's? You're human, not one of the hidden. And our rules say you can share names. Look, I'm named after my grandfather, all right? We're both Thomas Thorne. And neither of us had to die for the other one to keep the name.
3: Two Thomas Thorns?
10: Yes. And he loved that we shared a name. It made us closer.
3: But the Thomas Thorne is gone now and you are here. That McKenna Thorn is gone, and I am here.
10: There's nothing I can do to bring my grandfather back, but I think you can find McKenna. You can bring her back, share her name, be close like I was with my grandfather, and you can be family like you're supposed to be.
3: Our parents, you said they didn't know, that they thought the changeling was me, That they didn't abandon me.
10: McKenna. You didn't know our parents, but if they had even an inkling that you were out there somewhere, taken away from them, they would have moved heaven and earth to find you. And so would I.
3: I want her life. All the things I should have had. The birthright that was taken from me.
10: You'll have to be in prison. For... probably a long while. That's what happens in the human world when you kill someone. But you'll have your family back. You'll have me. I'll visit you as often as they'll let me. You've always had a brother.
3: I agree to your terms.
10: Thank you. How did you find McKenna when you were trying to kill her?
3: The Magister's mirror. It is an enchanted scrying device because we had a connection. There was no place any of you could hide from me. Any reflective surface would be a portal to the mirror. I saw them. That night, eating and drinking as though all was well, as though I had never suffered for their negligence. Our parents... I hated them! I stalked them, I killed them, and it brought me no relief.
10: Where is the mirror, McKenna?
3: I stayed in the woods nearest to your home when I wasn't hunting you. It is hidden under the roots of the tallest tree near my bed.
10: Thank you. You'll be in court soon. Human court. They'll move you to another prison after that. There will be rules you'll have to follow, so you won't get in more trouble or be hurt.
3: I am accustomed to rules and the punishments for disobeying. If I die, I die as McKenna Thorn. That is all I have ever wanted.
10: McKenna, they won't kill you for breaking the rules.
3: Then the torture for disobedience won't break me either. I have suffered worse than any mere human could put forth.
10: Torture? McKenna... That won't happen to you here, I promise. But please just do what they say.
3: They will tell me the rules. Yes. Oh, that is simple. I will follow the rules they will tell me, and they will not beat me.
10: That's how it's supposed to work, yes. If anyone ever beats you, well, I imagine that wouldn't go well for them.
3: I find that acceptable. What did they do to you?
10: I have to go now, but I'll visit you as soon as I can.
3: I do not believe you, but we shall see.
0: Two sisters depending on you, Thomas. I wonder which one you'll let down the most.
4: wasn't deeper. As it is, the poison is only slowly spreading, rather than shutting down the first organ it comes across.
3: Is there a cure? No. Great. So my death will be, <coughs> will be slow and painful instead of quick and painful.
4: There's a chance your body will be able to fight off the infection. Not a strong possibility, but still not unheard of.
3: Is there anything else we can do?
4: Go home. The toxin is unique to this place and unlikely to survive outside of this realm
3: you no know way out
4: it's more likely that you'll fight off the infection than escape from the in-between
3: the in-between that's where we are
4: of course that's where failed teleportation sends you this castaway realm of misfits and monsters
3: is that how you got here
4: <coughs> yes I'm the only one of my group of 20 to have survived
3: 20 uh, people all like you
4: an attempt at tack regarding my appearance?
3: Well, I didn't want to be rude.
4: I'm afraid I contracted the same illness as your friend here. I survived, but not without scars.
3: Fuck. It's either die or look like you.
4: No need to be so vulgar. I know my horns have shrunk considerably, but they were once the length and girth indicative of a scholar, and all that knowledge has not been lost, I assure you. As for the paleness of my skin, well... I always considered the treatment of others based on their color to be quite primitive. Perhaps my world would be better in shades of light and dark, rather than all the colors of the visible spectrum.
3: Yeah, about that. I was
4: green, by the way. Of noble birth, obviously. But we did have a blue in our group. I petitioned for her, clever girl, well above her birth station. (sighs) Such a pity. When we got sick for a brief while, we were the same color.
3: So, your group of 20, all of them caught whatever you had?
4: It spread slowly. Those that were healthy wandered out to find a way home. They never returned.
3: Then I guess our 100% survival rate is pretty lucky.
4: Give it time, Gurley.
3: Call me Gurley again, and your group survival will be zero. Nissa, not helping. I'm McKenna, by the way.
4: No, you're not.
3: Yeah, I mean, technically. It's complicated. And you are?
4: I don't even rightly know anymore. It's been ages since I've needed my own name. Too many other important things to remember.
3: How about the name of the monster that was chasing us?
4: If it had a name, I do not know it. It is just a beast. A void. Most of the little ones know to run when it draws near. It's insatiable and relentless, seeking power in all its form. It will be back for you since it's already got your scent.
3: Aren't you in danger being with us then?
4: (laughs) Ah, That bastard got my scent ages ago. We're equally fucked, I'm afraid.
3: Ah, your wound. Fuck, think you opened it again. Shit, it stinks.
4: Well, at least your body's trying to fight it. Just a matter of time to see which wins.
3: I don't like those odds. I'd rather we get back home before we see if I can develop magic antibodies or not. Do you know any way of teleporting out of here? I tried stepping sideways, but it didn't work.
4: Your way home depends on where home
3: is. (coughs) Indiana.
4: I have not heard of that realm.
3: Realm? There's more than one?
4: You travel without the least understanding of the mechanics of the universe, don't you? Like this.
3: Your palm? Why is there a fucking eyeball on your hand? Make it stop looking at me.
4: It's a third eye. It will be able to identify your home realm with some stimulus.
3: Nope. That's gross. Mac, just do it. (coughs) I want to get home before I die of fairy flu. Can you at least close it while I lick it? No. (sighs) Fine. (laughs) As gross as expected.
4: Once more, please.
3: Seriously? How many legs does it take to get to the Tootsie Pop center? Shut the fuck up, Nyssa! Ah, Mannheimer,
4: I should have guessed.
3: Could you have guessed before I made out with your special eye?
4: There is a way, then. A bivrost can connect Mannheimer to the in-between. A relic shared between the worlds can form the bridge, splintered in a bygone era. Half in this realm, half in that realm. Connecting the pieces of the arm-rig of Frigg should form the bridge and allow you to pass
3: where is our half of the armoring
4: that is the unfortunate bit the beast is insatiable but not an omnivore whatever it cannot eat it collects in its den
3: which (coughs) i'm assuming is another vast cavern of multiple disorganized piles (coughs) of various objects of power with no way to know which one is the one we're looking for
4: Power of the magnitude needed to connect realms emits pulses of light when not in use. Constantly containing that much power indefinitely is impossible, and would eventually result in catastrophe.
3: So it glows. Woohoo. Our only way home is in the treasure hoard of the biggest bad of this world. (coughs) Who, by the way, already has our scent and wants us as a snack. Well, fuck.
10: Thanks for coming with, Shaylee I'm hoping you'll have a better idea of what we're looking for
8: I've heard of the Magister's Mirror before but I've never actually seen it myself
10: But you think you'll know it when you see it?
8: Magical things have a certain feeling about them, I think I'll know. Also, how many mirrors could we find hidden in the woods? Good point.
10: Either way, I didn't really want to do this alone. Thank you.
8: I. This is it.
10: This? There's nothing here.
8: Look at the forest floor. The way the leaves and soil are compressed. She was here often, in this circle area. You said it was under her bed.
10: Shaylee, that's just a pile of leaves.
8: You expected her to have an actual bed? Maybe a blanket and a teddy bear?
10: No, but maybe a sleeping bag or something.
8: This is how they make fetches live. She knows neither beds nor comfort. Although... What is it? These aren't just leaves. They were her bar guests.
10: She slept on her dog's remains?
8: These were the ones I killed when we fought She would have had to go back and get them.
10: Shaylee, which end was her pillow? So that big pile right there would have been her feet? That... That's how Murphy sleeps with me.
0: Ah, the bond of a girl and her murder
10: hounds. Shaylee, I think I see something. Is this the mirror?
8: Give it here. i I think so.
10: All right. Fire it up and let's see if we can reach McKenna and Nyssa.
8: In truth, I'm feeling a bit exposed out here. We should go back to the house first and meet up with Sam and Alfie. I'm sure they'll want to talk to Mac and Nyssa as well.
10: Right. Shaylee, this will work, right? Scrying for them across universes?
8: It has to, Thomas. I don't know what else to do.
3: Sure that pond water is safe? Not much of a choice if it's not. Die of dehydration or die of giardia. I don't think they have giardia here. Drink. So we'll get a few hours of sleep, rest up, and then sneak into that thing's den to steal the ring of twig. <coughs> Arm ring a frig. Half of it. Yeah. Listen. I like having a plane of action, but then what? We need to get the other half that's in our world and connect them. Any ideas on how we do that? I don't know yet, but we'll figure something out. Best case scenario, Alfie somehow figures out we're alive. In an in-between realm. (coughs) And that the arm ring is our way home. Mm, That's a lot to put on Alfie. Shaylee would probably figure it out. (laughs) No. My money's on Alfie. He's the only one with a ridiculous enough imagination to come up with this. It still leaves connecting the two halves of a magic relic across different realms. How the hell do you connect two different realms?
8: McKenna? Uh,
3: did you hear that or am I going insane? It's coming from the pond. Are we hallucinating from the in-between water? Or is my Irish reflection talking to us?
8: McKenna!
0: Hayden Writers Movement presents The Hidden People. Executive producers Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers Alexa Fett Fisher, Xander Hildebrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Jordan Lopez. Lead writer Chris Burnside. Script editor Alexa Fett Fisher. Sound design, score, and original music by Catherine Seaton. Sound engineer Colin Susich, theme song by Catherine Seaton and Michael Yates. For more of The Hidden People, visit our website
9: at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. Hi, everyone. Chris and Megan Burnside here. We are the creators of The Hidden People.
12: We're always working on at least two Dayton Writers Movement shows, so unlike Thomas Thorne, we don't have the time to shop, prep, and cook healthy and delicious meals.
9: That's where Green Chef comes in. They deliver everything we need to cook and eat clean meals. Green Chef recipes are chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved, and packed with clean ingredients that support a healthy lifestyle.
12: Green Chef's culinary menu of meals is full of diverse options each week. You can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options and easily customize your plans to suit your lifestyle, with preferences like keto, plant-based, Mediterranean, quick and easy, protein-packed, and gluten-free. You can even mix and match meals and flavors from different categories.
9: You know which meal I really liked? The pork. Yep. The pork filet over cheesy cauliflower mash. The recipe was simple to follow, and we were really impressed with the ingredients, from the farm-fresh produce, quality cheeses, and premium pork. In under 30 minutes, we had a delicious meal that Thomas would put his stamp of approval on.
12: If you're interested in testing out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months.
9: Again, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use the code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months.
13: The excitement doesn't end there As we bid farewell to Season 1 We are thrilled to announce the launch of Season 2 Get ready for more gripping narratives More unforgettable characters And more mesmerizing performances That will keep you on the edge of your seat We have some big surprises coming The Force will definitely be with you So stay tuned, stay engaged And most importantly, stay excited From all of us at the Table Read Podcast Thank you, and let's make Season 2 Even more memorable together